Welcome to Soaring the Sky, a glider pilot's podcast. Hello, my name is Chuck. I will be your host, coming to you from the Mid-Atlantic region here in the United States and flying with the Cumberland Soaring Group. This is episode 55. This episode is sponsored by the Southern California Soaring Academy, a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in the high desert of Los Angeles County. Soaring Academy is dedicated to growing the sport of soaring with young people through its 8th grade STEM outreach programs and giving back to PTSD-afflicted veterans during private monthly events. Flight lessons and mountain soaring are available year-round to the general public, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. To learn how you can get involved, check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Soaring Academy or online at soaringacademy.org. On this episode of the podcast, our guest pilot joins us to share his adventures and challenges learning how to fly with the Civil Air Patrol in New York State. He also will share with us something his club is doing to help young people fly while keeping the cost down. All this now on this episode of Soaring the Sky. Welcome to the podcast, Matthew. How are you? I'm I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. So my aviation adventure began when I was pretty young. Um, I, I My dad was originally the one who got me into it. Um, he was in Civil Air Patrol when he was a kid, and he kind of just brought me through that, brought me to my first air show when I was about a year old, and just kind of been doing aviation stuff ever since. So I think the one memory that sticks with me from that air show is uh seeing manfred radius perform there in his glider i believe it was the geneseo air show geneseo new york so what happened that brought your attention to gliders so i was i'm in i'm a cadet in the civil air patrol which um a lot of a few past uh people on the podcast are and i I applied for a flight academy as I was too young for the powered. So I applied to Glider Flight Academy in hopes of getting in. And initially, I, I didn't get the spot, but they slotted me as a secondary. And I eventually, one night, I got an email and I was accepted. So that's kind of what got me into soaring. So I was 14 for my first flight on a glider. And it was something because... At the Glide Academy I went to, I was supposed to be flying in a ASK-21, and it was actually damaged in the trailer on the way to the Academy. So we got, I got the oldest uh, L-23 Superblanic they had there, and we nicknamed we nicknamed her Oba. Our Blanic broke again because she broke quite a few times, and I was we I was a bit nervous that first flight, but I don't know. It was it was pretty fun. They hooked us up on tow. I was the first flight at that academy, and we just went. It was it was definitely a different experience than I've ever had before. Prior to that, I'd flown powered. Um, I'd gone up in a 172, 182, and 152. Done a little flying in that. Before that, there were, I hadn't really done much actual flying in sense of all of the, I guess, stages of flight from takeoff to landing. So what was the big difference from flying power to flying gliders it's a lot it's a well the first difference is obviously you got a stick in front of you instead of a yoke and it's it's kind of a lot different of a mentality flying a glider you don't you don't have the engine in front of you you don't have anyone next to you you got them behind you so that that was something i noticed it's interesting to fly a center line and it's 
the noise is interesting because you don't got anything rumbling in front of you. So I don't know. It was it was a very unique experience to me. So we he brought me up, um, gave me the controls. He had me do a few basic turns, and it was from that point on I was I was kind of hooked. I I liked it a lot better than powered. It's all it's all just pure flying. You don't have to worry about any engines or anything else. You just you just fly. One of the interesting things they told me when we first got there is so I was flying up in Claremont, New Hampshire and Springfield, Vermont, and those are some pretty mountainous areas. So they told us if you can tow there, you can tow anywhere because it's pretty bumpy and windy up there. They told us we weren't allowed to wear hats like baseball caps because the turbulence there your head's going to hit the canopy and they have that button on the top and they actually had a cadet crack the canopy one year because his head hit it but and the amount of rudder you use the amount of it's just such a different feel to it than powered so the blanik we had was one of the older ones and on the flight i did we went up and we did the day of flying and when we came back i was doing the pre-flight and I noticed several screws missing on the canopy, so much so that we had to ground the glider, and I didn't fly that entire day. So what they ended up doing is, since I was the only first-year cadet on that glider, they switched me over to the Schweitzer 233, and that's what I flew for the remainder of the academy. So I believe I have about 3.8 hours in my logbook from that academy over about 25 flights and it was surprising how much experience i gained in such a short time and because of the amount of flying i did flying went from like it just became such an everyday thing to me like it was it was kind of natural to wake up go eat breakfast and then go fly one day after another Matt, I realize, you know, you're a fairly young pilot and you don't have a lot of experience, but what has been the toughest thing so far to learn in the air for you? So I'm I'm probably going to, I'd assume this is probably the toughest thing for a lot of pilots to learn, but the hardest thing that I had to uh, learn was the tow. And that's that's what really got me. And so my first flight, we got up to a a few hundred feet and he was like all right i'm gonna let you try to fly in tow and within at least five seconds i had screwed up so badly that i thought that was the end of that flight <laughs> and sure enough he brought me right back on and he's like all right just try it again i was trying and trying and i could not get it on the blanek for my life you know flying information is tough and it's something that they don't really learn in powered so it can be tricky yeah, um, and the feeling when you got that, when it clicks, there's a feeling like no other. And I remember this was after I transitioned to the Schweitzer's right when I got it. I was flying. I was like, I'm doing pretty well. I, He's got to be helping me somehow. And then he was like, it's all you. And I feel him put his hands on my shoulders from behind me. And I'm like, wow, it really is all me. Out of the flights you've had so far, I know there hasn't been a whole lot, but what has been one of your most memorable flights? Oh, well, this is this is kind of an easy question. My most memorable flight it has to be one of the last flights I did at the Glider Academy. We were on tow. We just passed through about 200, 250 feet, and I hear a little click. So I'm like, what was that? And then I hear it kind of start squeaking. And then my canopy comes open on the 233. So 
we got it back down, just did the continue with the flight like normal. Yeah, Glider Academy, it was definitely a fun time given you it gave me a lot of experience, made some friends there. We named the gliders. We had the nice yellow Schweitzer named her Banana Betty. And uh yeah, kinda became known as Betty's Quest for Ventilation. Matt, have you used any flight simulation in your training yet? Um yeah, definitely. Um before Flight Academy I went I did some simulator work by myself um cuz I I had the uh, book the glider flight training manual and I couldn't for the life of me understand the yaw string from the reading so I hopped up in X-Plane 11 flight simulator and hopped in the K21 and sure enough helped me understand the yaw string a bit better yeah, flight simulators can be a huge learning tool. There's all kinds of cool stuff they're doing on it. Now, I don't know if you've checked out Condor yet. Condor, of course, is a big one in the soaring world that a lot of glider pilots use. And now it's even it even has VR, and we've talked about that on the podcast before, too. So it actually puts you right in the cockpit. And a lot of people are soloing like in half the amount of time than what they normally would just using the flight simulator. So it, it's just a huge tool. Yeah, and after the Flight Academy, it was with uh, one of the friends I made and from a couple other friends I have from Soaring. We hop on there every once in a while at night. We go flying in gliders online. We fly our Schweitzer, our Blahnik. We have a few nice high-performance ones in the sim that we fly. And, you know, every once in a while, we'll hop in a Pawnee and go fly formation in those. So it's pretty fun. Oh, very nice. Matt, have you thought anything about the future for you in aviation? So aviation, my um, ultimate career goal is to be an airline pilot. I'd love to fly for an airline someday. And I'd love to continue soaring on the side as it's as much fun as it is to, you know, be an airline pilot, I'd assume. You're still sitting up there with all those computers and autopilots and stuff, and it's I'd, it'd be nice to get back to basics every once in a while. It's it's kind of something I see with a lot of pilots, um, especially those airline pilots. Um, I, on my way to the Glider Academy when I was flying, um, I had a chance to speak with the captain of my flight, and uh, he first soloed in a glider out of the same academy I went to. That, that kind of, you know, reinforces how to get back on the right track, and it's it's nice to know that you have experience like if you're flying powered and then all of a sudden you're not flying powered anymore it's nice to know you have some experience flying gliders and one of my favorite stories is out of the gimli glider i'm sure you've heard of it but yeah that's one of my favorite um stories of a glider pilot that uh has the experience and was able to land a plane even without the aid of uh, his engines yeah, for sure. You know, they're all gliders when the engines stop. What do you really enjoy about soaring the most? The thing I enjoy most about soaring has got to be, it's got to be like the planning, like this kind of, like you have to know how, where you're going to be and how you're going to get back to the airport. And definitely kind of like the rush, the kind of thrill you get when you, when you get that one thermal that you need to make it back that's that's something that gets me. I don't know. It's it's something. It's a feeling that I I love 
Matt, what do you think something we could do to get more young people involved in aviation and get interested in it? So I think a lot of it is um, just trying to get it out there a lot more on, you know, social media and stuff and like where people are actually going to see it and think, hey, that's cool. I want to do that. And, you know, the podcast is a great way. And then if you look up like gliders or soaring on YouTube, there's only a few channels out there that actually go through a lot of it and it's just kind of i guess hidden away a lot more like people have heard of planes but they don't really know what a glider is yeah you know you're absolutely right it's it amazes me today when i run into somebody that still has no idea last week i just ran into somebody and they didn't know what a glider was and i had to explain it to them so it's kind of crazy i think it's just a lot of it comes down to like who has the skill and who like knows how to put something together that'll catch the attention of someone and because obviously if you see this kind of goes like along with your age group because if you see an older guy who's been flying glider you're like oh that's that's for them but if you see like someone your age doing it you're going to be like hey i could do that too yeah for sure i definitely agree with you kind of off topic but your profile picture i have to ask what's up with the chicken in the glider Oh, so I believe it was a promotional thing from a company out in Switzerland. They had a video and they took a chicken up in a glider for a ride. And that's that's kind of all there is behind that. There's not really much. There's <laughs> something I found funny. And it's if you just punch chicken in a glider into YouTube, you're gonna find that. But Matt, thanks for being on the podcast. Looking forward to hear what you're gonna be doing. Yeah, I'm hoping to solo this uh, this spring, so get into that and go from there and see what happens. Well, there was one more thing uh, before we end our chat here, Matt. You were talking about something that your club is doing for the young people that I thought was very cool. Could you tell me a little bit about that before we go? Yeah, so our club um, out in, it's in Dansville, New York, Finger Lake Soaring Club, um, they offered um you a uh, youth program a junior membership and it's a $50 join fee and then $5 a month and you get a flat rate of a $10 per tow and then after you solo it's $5 per thousand feet so it's it's a really good way it's opening up soaring for a lot more uh younger people to get into it well that sounds like a great way to get people interested in soaring and an affordable way so they don't feel like it's too expensive for them. So something that maybe some other clubs could do. Some good stuff there. Thanks for sharing that with us. Matt, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was great to have you. Great to hear your story. Yeah, no problem. It was a good experience. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Soaring the Sky. If you love the podcast and you want to help us grow, please feel free to check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Soaring the Sky. I will also put that in the show notes for you. You can also catch us on social media, and Michelle will have all that information for you next. The podcast will be Soaring the Skies and catching some big thermals, possibly in your part of the world. More to come on that soon. Have a great week. Go get some soaring done if you can, and if you haven't taken your first flight yet in a glider, go to the ssa.org find your area where you can do that and you can join us soaring the sky you can find us on social media on facebook it's soaring the sky podcast 
On Instagram, it's the same, Soaring the Sky Podcast. If you would like to say hi, just drop Chuck a line at chuck at soaringthesky.com. Or you can send us a note on the website, soaringthesky.com. Also, if you're a pilot, we want to hear your story. Just send us an email and Chuck will get in touch with you. We hope you join us next week for another great guest and adventure on Soaring the Sky.